0: Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Following the link in the show notes lets Buzzsprout know we sent you, gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and helps support our show. I am so glad that I found Buzzsprout and was lucky enough to start with them. They've been so instrumental in helping me grow That Girl the Podcast. I love that I can look at my stats anytime, anywhere, and know exactly how I'm doing. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. CHAPTER 12. WEATHER If you're not a native to LA, there are many things you'll never realize as being native to your city. Primarily the different towns in LA, and how the air literally smells different in each one depending on the year. Or, in some smoggier and more industrial places, how they always smell of exhaust, urine, and broken promises. There's a certain air, though, that exists marking the city as its own, and if you've grown up here and moved from one town to another you might know what I'm talking about. It's how Burbank has a very distinct smell of jacaranda trees and gardenia, while West Hollywood and into Culver City has quite another. Maybe a little more concrete jungle mixed with orange trees left over from the start of the city, and sometimes, if you're lucky, a whiff of ocean air. The coastal neighborhoods like Manhattan Beach, Redondo, Santa Monica all smell like the ocean and the homeless. And the foothills like La Cunada, Pasadena, and above have a faint hint of pine trees and rocks and dirt. You won't know these scents off the bat. They'll linger with you as you walk around, inhaling and exhaling them. When I finally moved back to the west side after living in the valley for some time, that all-too-familiar cool air and city smell instantly reminded me of my childhood here. The old west side pavilion, private school, my grandparents' house in Brentwood. I could feel myself relax on this side, even with its hustle and bustle which I'll admit I could do without these days. The smells of the city are what no dreamy-eyed transplant could ever understand or ever begin to pick up until they've spent some real time here. Like, 20 years. And don't even get me started on my love of the seasons here, or lack thereof. We really only have two seasons, summer and colder summer. The weather is annoying and fickle and confusing, I've never known how to dress myself so that I can be warm on an overcast 48-degree morning that then turns into an 85-degree afternoon around 1 p.m. What do you do with that? At least in other states, when it's cold, it stays consistent. And consistency, in my opinion, is the character of any person or weather pattern. If you stay consistent in your behavior, I know I can trust you. If you're one person one day and a different person another day, then you're just some horrible tourist trying to take my parking spot on my street that you don't live on. I'm so over people coming in and invading my hometown. Sorry to disappoint you, but there are actual people who live here and will never leave because this is their hometown. I love the winter holidays. The winter holidays are the best two weeks of my life. Everyone leaves. Yes, they leave, the streets are bare, and there's hardly any traffic, and you can actually do errands on the weekends because it isn't a swarm of people on every freeway. All of the natives come out from the woodwork. That's when natives go to Disneyland, if you have a family or you're just sort of into that kind of thing. Or you can go to the Grove and shop and see a movie without overhearing some horrible person talk about their audition or their script or how they're really important or whatever bullshit they've made up in their mind. You can go to the beach. It's a beautiful time this year. The water is always going to be dark, freezing, and scary because now we have sharks on a regular basis. But you can lay out and let your mind wander for hours undisturbed because the beach will literally become your oyster. You can also stay in town and simply go to all of the awesome restaurants you've been meaning to check out because you can finally get a reservation. I'm telling you, it's the happiest season of all. Lately, I've been spending some much deserved time on my patio playing guitar. I figure with everything that's been happening, I'm going to need to sharpen my skills. I've just been sitting out here writing and playing and singing up a storm. And an added bonus with my neighbors being hard of hearing because they're 80-ish is that I can work on a song for hours and they won't mind. The art of working out a song isn't usually what happened between Ezra and I. It's usually long and tedious and more like homework when it's not going well. Writing alone can be particularly hard because there's no one to bounce ideas off of and help you with a new chord change when you desperately need a new set of ears. I sit picking out a new part to a song I've started earlier today, staring at the Bougainvillea crawling up and over the walls. I prop my feet up on the Spanish mosaic tiled tables I have out here, lean my head back, and close my eyes to see if I can zone off and let something greater than myself tell me what to do next with not only my life, but at least the song. It's happened more than once, this greater force coming through me for a song. It's like you're being guided or channeled, minus the Whoopi Goldberg character from Ghost. I usually get sleepy while playing, and that's when the chords just seem to come out. I'll start singing some scratch lyrics to hold the place of what lyrics might be there later, and then the words just come out perfectly. They turn into the lyrics, and I end up keeping them. It's like singing a song you already know. It's easy. It flows. You don't have to work too hard at it. This doesn't happen too often to too many people. Believe in something or not, either way, it's a spiritual experience. I'm thrilled that it's even happened with me. So many of the great songwriters have talked about it. It's nice to think I'm sharing something with them, even in the tiniest way. I keep picking until I find something better and move forward with the song. I can't tell if I really like it yet or if it's worth trying to work on. It's then in my frustration that I really start thinking about what's actually going on with Ezra and I. Truth be told, I haven't seen him in almost two months now. I can't believe how fast time flies, but it's true. And while it's nice to have this phone relationship, it really doesn't make up for the real-life relationship that I've been wanting to have with him. I want to have actual dates with him that don't include my bedroom, And I want him to meet my friends and be my date to weddings and game nights. I want to meet his friends and maybe even family. But at this point, with so little real-life experience happening between us, I'm starting to fear the worst. That I'm just that girl to him. He's become like every other musician I've dated. Here today, then gone forever. Catching feelings again after such a long time feels really good. And it makes me want to have a real relationship with someone. I think I might be more ready for something that I knew. While Ezra is sexy and charming and drop-dead gorgeous, he isn't very real in my life. And maybe it's time I started looking for someone who I could actually bring home for the holidays. As I start to realize all of this, I realize that things with Ezra and I are actually done, even without a formal goodbye. At least I ended up with a cut on an album. I'm sad, but I know it's time to let go. I pick up my phone and text Ryan to see if he wants to hang tonight. He's calmed down some lately. He had to. He just kept pushing me away and I think he sensed that. Besides, Ezra's got it all handled and talking with him the other day really put me at ease about the song. He gets back to me about 15 minutes later and asks me if I want to hang at his place in an hour. I strum my guitar without hitting any chords. The strings ring out in an uneven, unmelodic sound as if to say, I'm done here. I text him saying I'll meet him soon. Hey guys, did you know that for five dollars a month you can help support That Girl the Podcast on our new Patreon page? You'll get access to bonus podcast episodes only seen on Patreon, bonus footage on current episodes, Q A's, and everyone's favorite loopers, and so much more. Because That Girl doesn't have sponsors, you'd be our sponsor. With five dollars a month, you can help me keep making the podcast. To sign up go to patreon.com forward slash thatgirl the podcast.